0: I'm here with Father Dave Nix, and it's safe now where we're at, Father, we're in Jordan. We just left the Holy Land. We were there, we got there on October 7th, right?
1: October 7th, 6th or 7th.
0: Okay, and it was to me it's no coincidence that Hamas started bombing Tel Aviv on the day of Our Lady of the Rosary, Our Lady of Victory. It was October 7th, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: Muslims have a long memory, and that's when we defeated them, in the war battle, in the sea battle at Lepanto in 1571. Uh, but be that as it may, we're happy to be here. We're safe, we're on our way home. We, uh, we had two buses of pilgrims from all over the United States. And it was uh, basically the, the agency that we went with, 206 Tours, they said it's not safe for us to be here, but they were in contact with the embassy, I was told. And so they're getting information that they basically wanted all American tourists uh, to leave the country as soon as possible for our safety. And
1: uh, Father, what, how did you feel when you were over there? So this is my second time to the Holy Land. A lot of new graces. Um, just even walking into like the Church of Peter being on, it was today that you and I were in the Sea of Galilee on a boat, just really surrounded by peace. And I think our return. I was surprised how many people were following our return on social media. I think you in the West found it a lot more exciting than us, and here's why: people who were scrolling through Twitter and seeing all of the, you know, Iron Dome taking out missiles and stuff. Where we were, it was actually really peaceful. Now we did see tanks being rolled in. We saw and shoppers, jets, choppers. Jets. Yeah. We, there was constant. Um, fighter jets above us, but there was no explosion. There was no report with it. So we could tell, even our Palestinian Christian guide said things were quite different than your normal skirmishes. So you could tell things were ramping up, but I didn't feel in danger at any point. We still made the right decision coming back because they are closing all U.S. airlines. U.S. airlines is um, apparently pulling out and not, not flying in and out of Tel Aviv very much anymore. So I think we made the right decision. But we weren't in the area of where all these bombings are happening. So I think one reason a lot of you in the West were following us is you were looking on a Twitter scroll and saw I had 60 pilgrims, we're trying to get back. And then the very next picture is someone at the rave that was like tortured and killed. Yeah. And, and so we weren't, I don't think we felt in danger, but the thing is this, um, if this escalates We didn't want to get stuck. So we thank everyone for the prayers.
0: And it looks like it's escalating. I think it is. Yeah. And we couldn't fly back through Tel Aviv, which is their their international airport, because Tel Aviv started taking rockets.
1: Yes. Yes. The Iron Dome, that's the Israeli system to knock missiles out. And it was knocking out a bunch of missiles yesterday. Uh, The Iron Dome owned by the Israelis knocks out the Hamas missiles and and it's interesting because our, our Palestinian Christian guys were constantly trying to calm us down. And, but even they admitted, you know, and that when we saw enormous tanks getting rolled from the north down to the south, I said, is that normal or is this just a skirmish? And he's like, well, that's not normal. And, or he said, for, for Israel to use the word war, that's not a normal skirmish between Hamas and Israel. So something's ramping up that isn't just a yearly skirmish here. And I'll tell you what's dangerous, Father. We were in the north where it's pretty
0: safe, Galilee. This was happening in the south, in Gaza, near Bethlehem, near Jerusalem. So we, we had quite a distance. However, to the north, in Lebanon, you have another terrorist group that was starting to flex their muscles, that was starting to make threats, Hezbollah. Okay. And so I think our, our the tour company and the tour guides they figured we're going to be sandwiched. These Americans are going to be sandwiched in the north between Hezbollah and in the south between Hamas. And I think we made the right yeah. decision. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there were some of us that wanted to. Some people wanted to. His father wanted to stay. He goes, I, would, I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay. But I, I just said, you know what? We came as a team. Yeah. And and let's go back as a team. Mm-hmm. And don't leave any stragglers. Don't leave do don't leave any she, uh, sheep that could get picked off by the wolf. Yeah. Now, here's the last thing that I'll say, Father, I wanna hear from you. The reason all this is happening in Israel, on a spiritual level, you find in the Holy Land, you find three religions, two religions that reject Christ. That's right. Islam and Judaism. They reject Jesus as the Messiah, as the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, God incarnate. And when you reject Jesus, this is what you're gonna get. Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace, Isaiah nine six. When you reject the Prince of Peace, you will have no peace. Back where we're from in the United States, you'll find sometimes the left will say no justice, no peace. Okay, mm. I would say no Jesus, no peace.
1: That's right. What say you? Yeah, and you know a lot of people will look at this and say, see the see the wars that religion causes. See what it, see what happens when people. Hold to their religions, their old-fashioned religions. They end up killing all these people. Um, but first of all, what Jesse just said, I almost put verbatim on Twitter this morning. Well, not verbatim, but I quoted Saint Ignatius of Loyola, and he said he has a very bleak view of the entire world that lives without Christ. He says they strike, they kill, they go down to hell. That's it. There's no, there's no, you know, reduced culpability stuff for Saint Ignatius of Loyola. This was actually his meditation on the Trinity, deciding to go down when he looked, when the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit looked at the earth uh, before Jesus was sent, before God the Son said, I will become God incarnate. Saint Ignatius of Loyola has you meditate on the earth at large. And that's the only sentence. He, has, he doesn't say pagans are sometimes doing nice things to each other. He just says they strike, they kill, they go down to hell. And this is why Jesus came. So I put that on Twitter this morning and I said, without Jesus, there is no peace. So it's it's interesting you say that. So I think that's the first point. Um, the second point is, when people say all these old-fashioned religions is why you have wars, look at Northern Ireland and Catholics and Protestants killing. What I would answer to that is, and I don't want to throw off your algorithms, but we'll just spell it out, A-B-O-R-T-I-O-N. How many has atheism killed? You know, I did the math once, and I, I figured that communism killed 14 times what Nazism killed. Now, Nazism is also an atheistic system. So... Nazism, post-communism, all these things have taken over a hundred million lives uh, in the past. So I'm not giving a pass to Islam and Judaism. I'm just saying, to that argument, look at what religion kills. No, atheism takes a lot more lives than that. Another thing is, Father,
0: unfortunately, I think war is big business. Exactly. And I think, uh, I think right now, Lockheed, uh, uh, Raytheon, Boeing, Northrop, I think uh, high-level CEOs are calling people in the United States. They're saying, you know what? We need a war. We need the economies uh, uh, tanking. We need, to, we need to create weapon systems. We need to create jobs. Yeah. Unfortunately, in my lifetime, most of the wars that our country's been involved in, and I love the US, uh, they've been unjust wars. They've been endless Absolutely. wars.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: there, there's been very few just wars uh, in the last hundred years that I could, World War II was definitely a just war. But beyond that, in, in, in the last 50, 60 years, yeah. we've just been meddling in, in other people's business. When we we have a lot of problems here in our own country. We need to take care of our country first. Mm-hmm. We need to go back to first principles, one nation under God and God we trust, yeah.
1: e pluribus unum, for many one, and liberty. We gotta go back to that, to that. And even one of our Palestinian Christian, Christian Palestinian guys, I think it was him who said it, admitted that both Hamas and whoever is in control of uh, Israel, starts with an M, what's the name? Uh, Anyway, Israel and Hamas is going to make a ton of money. The people in charge are going to make a ton of money on this war. You bring Iran in, they're going to make a ton of money. The U.S. is already shipping uh, battleships across the Mediterranean. You know, the people who are going to die are not going to be the same people that make billions on this. So it's really sad that people, um, you know want to make money on on killing we also
0: provided way. we pri- provided the weapon systems because I've yeah. I read I've read several articles Victor David Hansen wrote a good article uh, a lot of the weapons that the terrorists are using Hamas specifically they're using the the, the weapons that we left in Afghanistan yes a so we're su- we supplied the weapons uh, B we gave six billion dollars to Iran for six prisoners in exchange for six prisoners and Iran is also supplying weapons to Hamas as well. Mm-hmm. So Hamas has an endless cache of weapons thanks to the United States.
1: Yeah, And the, so our hands are yeah. dirty in
0: this, Father.
1: And one, one thing I said to you yesterday, Jesse, is in a world war, you can claim emergency jurisdiction and then there's no election. So how good a timing is that for uh, BIDEN's administration? to uh kick that can down the road of of more war well father if you could give us a priestly blessing before we wrap it up i just want to thank all of you for
0: praying for us because we're safe and we're on our way home because there was thousands tens of thousands of prayers being launched for us good priests around the country bishop Strickler was praying for us got this to us uh father james altman a lot of good people praying for us we thank you very much we're on our way home and pray for the pre- peace of jerusalem psalm 122 verse 6
1: Father, can you give us a break? pray also for the eternal peace of everyone in Jerusalem, for every person in the Middle East to become a Catholic. Because I think a lot of people are just saying, pray for the peace. And I know you don't mean that by that. all these people are praying for peace. But the fact is, we need to pray for the eternal salvation of every Muslim and Jew in the Middle East, eternal peace. That they of embrace Jesus they Christ embrace as their Jesus Messiah, Christ. their Lord and
0: Savior. That's right. And that we could assure the social reign of Jesus Christ in the heart of every man and in the heart of every nation. Amen.
1: And check out Catholics for Catholics. Dominus vobiscum. et cum Cunspiritum Tum. Benediccio de Nepotentis Patris et Fiti Santi Spiritus Sancti super vos et Manet Semper. Amen. God bless you. Good night.